Hey, everybody, you're listening to NC Shop Talk, brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back to NC Shop Talk, episode 41. Thank you all so much for tuning in. First things first, please forgive me and my nasal voice. I know the last couple episodes I can hear it, but uh, the allergies and all the travel on the airplanes are crushing my sinuses. And essentially, I think I sound like Kermit the Frog for, for far too long now. Before we get to our next guest, I just want to give some updates. First update, doesn't look like Courtney Hansen, the Courtney Hansen interview is going to happen this month, but I have a way better guest on me right now. Much more attractive, at least for me, just saying. Well, her, her schedule is far too hectic with all the travel and filming for season two of Ride of Your Life. We just couldn't lock out a tie between both our schedules. Courtney did so officially select NC as their sewing machine vendor, which is quite an honor for me. She could have gone with anyone else, and I don't take those type of things lightly. I think I may have mentioned that earlier on a prior episode. But Courtney and the Ride of Your Life team purchased two of our machines, a Leather Skyburn or 1508, and you'll be seeing those. And more importantly, seeing the show, I hope you guys can tune into it. She really puts a lot into it and has let me know as such. And it's really nice to be a very small part of it. There's a new contest on the horizon. I mentioned it at the end of last year, and I'm hoping to launch it early March. Got to get together with the hog rig and even the carpet side of things. We're going to do some, we're going to do some big things here in the next few weeks. Most of you guys are going to be able to enter it. There's no cost or any nonsense like that. And it's going to give you chances to win machines. All expenses paid, you don't pay anything, no shipping, nothing. Here's a hit. One of our customers' kids is going to be instrumental in this and front and center on the promotion. That's all I'm going to tell you. (laughs) And I want it to be a ton of fun, and I hope everybody gets involved. It's definitely going to be worth it. Another update. Mashatech Expo is coming up on us real quick. March 4th through 6th, Mesa, Arizona. The Car Audio World comes together for some classes, and a really a growing trade show floor. More and more exhibitors seemingly there every year. This will be our third year exhibiting there. Again, on the more and more front, more and more upholsterers are attending and learning more about audio. And this year, seemingly, there's a bigger concentration of upholstery classes, one of which is led by featured presenter Phil Cato. He's going to do, be, be doing more of a hands-on lesson, or so Phil says he wants to do. So I'm hoping he can pull it off. Knowing him, he will. He's a wonderful teacher. And you don't want to miss that. That is a perfect segue to announce that the next Bitch and Stitch in class has officially been announced two days ago. Cato will be hosting it at his new shop in Salt Lake City, April 19th and 20th. Justin's schedule has just been far too packed, but hopefully he'll be able to swing by at some point. That would be great. And a lot of you guys have been asking for a new class, and it's here, so hop on it. Jump on the website, sign up, bitchinstitchinofficial.com. And if you can find a minute to please review the show, our show, NC Shop Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you tune in from, that would be great. We hope that this has been a source of entertainment and learning. Sharing on the show is something I just enjoy. And I'm hoping, whether it's vendor sharing, just learning about something, picking up something with a vendor you didn't know about, you know, or a like-minded guy, someone that, that does the same thing you do. You know, that's, that's kind of what this, how this started, of course, branding for us. If you could share it on your socials, that would also be great and a huge blessing. Selfishly, I like to rank high. We don't do two and three episodes a month and five like a lot of guys do, but we'll still rank high. Everyone contributes 
you know, it definitely helps. And I like to win. I don't like losing anything. All right. Time for episode 41. On to the main event. Our next guest has truly become an auto industry staple. His company's offerings are a godsend to so many custom car builds. I hear it all the time. Whether you're shopping for body panels, doors, or even complete truck beds, this company has it all. Uh, even a lot of interior shops have come to rely on this company for items like door clips, gauges, bezels, knobs, e even console parts. The merchandise that I just rattled off is really just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to all that Auto Meadow Direct, aka AMD offers. Today, I'll be joined who I see as really the face of AMD. I'm hoping I'm not upsetting anybody, but he's, you most probably all know him or seen him somewhere. Uh, Eddie Sabreco, because, well, he's pretty much seemingly everywhere. Eddie, welcome <laughs> to the show, buddy. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And no, no pressure that uh, that Corny didn't make it, and I'm her standing. But I think yeah. he said much, much better. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, I tried to boost you a little bit. Get no, I appreciate it. it. <laughs> no, hopefully, it's not too much of a uh, letdown. You know. No, she she is a no, no. <laughs> she is a beast, man. They're actually filming about forty five minutes from us. So I know. Hey, uh, we'll be funny. We'll I brought be, it up earlier. Yeah, we'll be helping out with a couple things yeah. with them. I had Eddie scheduled for next month. I'm really trying to do one a month. We may do two here or there, but I, I wanted Eddie on next mm -hmm. month, but he's ready to go. And here we are. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get Courtney on next month. And yeah, you know, Courtney and her crew are, are neat. I've had some monster guests so far this year. And awesome. I'm really into this one because I want to touch on some things with you as far as networking. But first, let's start with some basics. You know, if you could first explain what AMD does more eloquently than I did and essentially your role with the company. That would be great. Man, man, we manufacture restoration parts for the big three, Ford, GM, and then Mopar. We started with just metal. Actually, we started with just Mopar, actually. Um, our owner is a big Mopar guy. He was part of another company, and then he split from that company because he had a vision that, you know, we got to keep up with the times. We got to keep up with, you know, whatever, and it's not about the first-gen Camaro. There's other vehicles out there. So I think about 15, 18 years ago, he made the – the jump to start manufacturing his own stuff, got with the plant in Taiwan, get all that, that worked out um, where we co-opted with them. And then, uh, yeah, he started with the Mopar stuff and absolutely killed it because Mopars are Mopars. And then the company moved into GM and then now we moved in the Ford as well. Yeah. I and um, that actually was one of the questions I had before, one of the comments, you know, this, again, I hope this doesn't insult the owner because I'll be honest with you, Everywhere I've seen AMD, I've seen you. So to me, I thought you were the owner, and you, you kind of laughed at me. <laughs> no, no, I wish. No, no, no. They they literally, I'm I'm literally the 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 face, you know, for the company as far as social media helping with that. I mean, and they're just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just the Ronald McDonald man, like the owner and the big VP and my boss Jason, who you've met, like they make the company happen. I'm just the lunatic that comes up with crazy ideas and they're like, okay, sure, whatever. And <laughs> and that's well, I, it. So I gotta tell you, you do a hell of a job because you really thank seem you, thank to you. treat it like it's yours with a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of, you know, energy towards it. And I, I never would have thought otherwise. And that's a great sign of someone who cares about the company. So, you know, kudos to you for that. And they seem thank to have you. a real nice piece in you. There. They make they wow. they make it easy. They they make it easy, man. When you work with but they're all car guys. Everybody has vehicles. It's not, you know, I say it all the time. It's not a bunch of suits that go and get into their X5 at the end of the day. No offense if anybody has a BMW, 
but you know, they're actually car guys, you know, our owners had every one-off Mopar you can think of before they were super popular and bring in millions of dollars at Barrett Jackson and all of us are like that. You know, my boss, Jason, his 66 C10, we're building for SEMA this year, you know, but then they backed me for my 59 for last year. And it's good to work with these guys and they have that passion that just feeds you. You know, it's real. It comes real easy, man. Oh, I don't hit, which is the way yep, I don't hit any walls, man. It is there. The owner is there with us every day. And he's and he's been doing this for fifty something years, and he's there with us every day, hands in with us. It's just I love it, man. He doesn't That's sit great. back and, and shut. Yeah, call shots. Nope, he does it right there. And it, man, it's awesome. Yeah. All right. I wanted to kind of get into the networking aspect more and more on the podcast. And I think this is like a really good, we, we touched on it. We've talked about it. And I think this is a really good, you know, podcast to do that because how we met was essentially through networking about four years ago. I met Eddie at the bitch and stitch and sewing class. It was the first or second one. He and his wife, Brooke were there, you know, both taking the class, learn how to sew. Was it seat fab or was it door panel fab? Well, I don't remember. It was seat. Seat fab. Okay. We were doing seats. Yeah. Anyway, I had never fuller shop with Cato. Yeah. Before I left, I learned that AMD was a player, and I learned that Eddie and Brooke were energetic and enthusiastic about AMD products, what they were about, and everything too. So I left there knowing who they were. I guess that was step one. Now you fast forward three years later, seeing each other at events, talking to each other, SEMA, wherever we were. We saw each other at um, NSRA Kentucky. So yep. and then next thing I know, Eddie picks up the phone and says, hey, Val, I need a machine. And I said, what the heck do you need a machine for so you know eddie eddie bought a machine from us and you know and you know just through basically through the bitch and sitchin class most specifically phil cato because he's close with phil you know we became friendly and you know he could have gone anywhere for those machines but his relationship with phil blossomed and now he and i and other students and other guys that took the class and even vendors have grown closer and closer and have a network of buying and sharing and everything else together so it's, you know, it's a, it's a, just a whole run, that whole networking thing. It's amazing what one meetup can do. What do you, what do you feel about the networking? Oh man, it, it is, you know, I have this, I talked to uh, Emma from Mob Steel, from Detroit Steel Wheel, and uh, she is a networking beast and her and I talk about it all the time that it, that's, it's really what it's about. You want your clients to, you want your clients and client is such a, like a patient, it's such a like blah word, but you want these people that buy your product to know that you're as passionate about it as they are. You're not in it for the mighty buck and that's it. And you, and that's how something that people like myself have to get across to the public. Like, Hey, we're car guys. Yes. We're here to make money, but we're here because we love it. We're not, you know, we didn't start out. If you build cars, you know, this isn't a, <laughs> this is, you're not going to get, yeah, I, don't, I, I can't build Lego. For much <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you know, and networking is it, it's all key, man. And, and the way the world is shaped, with all many, with so many things. And man, I, I have friends in different aspects of the business. So I don't want to shy on them, but man, I, I have probably recommended you to three or four different people, individuals that needed things and even a couple of companies here and there. So there's just one way it goes back to you. And then just go it always circles back. Yep. I've sold a bunch of machines there. And in turn, I've also used vendors that I met there. I solidified my relationship awesome. with Lauren Giles, bought five hides for the gas monkey truck. Um, Corey, who's Phil's, you know, one of Phil's two or three best friends. Oh, Corey Decker. A few times yeah. for video yep. and images, you know, at trade shows and different events. And 
you know, flow them in for different things. So you, it's not just about what you can get out of something. It's what you can give. And so if I funny that you say that different ways to bless each other is huge. At the, at the bitch and station where I met you, I met Corey as well for the first time and we became buddies and I was able to connect him with Chris Hamilton and the guys at engage media. Wow. So now he shoots for the magazine. Now he put bills, Phil C10 that we helped build that we spot there at SEMA, he get to put that on the cover. So it's all about networking. If I hadn't gone to the class, if I hadn't met Corey, who knows where that would have been? Would right. Corey be shooting for the magazine now? Would Cater's truck made the cover? I mean, it, definitely a cover truck, don't get me wrong, but it's that networking, man. You just never know. You gotta it be, and it can't be a one-way street. And when you go to these events, if you just go in there to say, oh, I have to go, I have to go visit AMD, check. I have to go visit this vendor, check. I have to go see, you know, check. Or Giles, check. No, no, no. You go there, you got a network, you got to maximize everyone you meet uh, yep. as far as not just helping yourself, but you're helping them. Eventually, it's going to come back to you. And I'm sure, hopefully, Eddie said a few good things on our behalf and vice versa. And Always. it was all just from that one meetup. That's all it was. That's all it takes. And you know, if your intentions are right. And it's funny because you think, as much as you think you know everything about the industry, you always learn. I didn't know that there was different machines. I mean, goodness, my grandmother sewed on a machine and it was a swinger or something or a Smith singer, probably a like singer. A, yeah. Like a million years ago. Yeah. So I met you and Cato explained what you did. I'm like, oh, cool. Since then, every interior shop I have been to, I've made it a point to look at their machine only because I met you and I'm like, okay, now I know what I'm looking at. And I'll be, I'm not because I'm sitting here with you. The truth is 9.9. .9, I see your machine everywhere. Thanks, buddy. Which is I awesome. It. I mean, know, I'm not even, was, of course, Cato, that was but really all kinds cool. of people. I didn't even understand it. And you know what? This is kind of a trust thing. Uh, when I saw you at SRA, we were both scrambling to our boots and doing what we had to do. Yeah. Said, hey, there's this catalog thing going on. And he just sent me 200 catalogs. And I said, yeah, what is it? He goes, I'm putting a bunch of catalogs together and we're going to be passing them out yep. and doing this. And I said, okay, you know, tell me where to send them. I sent them up. I don't know where the hell they went, but I know <laughs> we tried to put it in good hands. So it was great. You know, Yeah. And when I, I got home, of course, my dad was like, 200 catalogs are like $6 each. I said, well, we're trying to expand who we sell to. I think they're going somewhere good. I can't guarantee who's going to get them, <laughs> but it's auto industry related. So, you know, and th that those kind of things are if you trust somebody and you know the intentions are right, that's that's just, it's just, a, it's a good thing, you know? That, that um, was a thing of mine where, you know, you go to an event and you get goodie bags, goodie bags, goodie bags, and that's great. And, and you know, that's an awesome thing, but- in meeting everybody, people like yourself, I'm like, why don't we do something different? So that was for my show. I did Blood Drag is a show that I've done since 1999. Um, it used to, we used to collect blood, but now we collect bears, but you and I, we'll get into that Eddie Bear stuff later. Yeah, let's so talk about that later. Let's yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. So Blood yeah, Drag, that on here. and then we had an OBS only show the same weekend. So what I did was, is instead of doing a goodie bag, I did a goodie box. So I went to everybody like you that I know, everybody, yeah. Kel at Blueprint Engines, Will at DEI. I mean, I went through everybody and I'm like, send me 200 of whatever you want. I'm going to put it in a box. So instead of a goodie bag, everybody that re that brought a new unwrapped stuffed animal got a 12 pound box. Wow. All catalogs. Stickers, catalogs, keychains, everything. That's and awesome. people were just freaking out. They, I still today, like, That's like, cool. oh, I, you know, boy, I, it's good. Shows it's me to do that. And they know their buddy needs it. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to pass it on. Hand it on, yeah. Um, and so it goes. Let's change gears a little bit. 
we talked about, well, you brought him up earlier, uh, the Auto Metal Direct founder, Mark Hedrick. Did I say that right? Hedrick, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, he's an absolute genius. So 20 years ago, he sees a need in the industry for yep. a company that could produce OEM spec body panels he, and initially for Mopars and you expand it. Uh, he, I can't get into it too much, but he was a major part of a major player. It was a major company, but they were just, you know, first gen Camaro and Chevelle the world. And he, yeah. he's like, that's cute. I'm a Mopar guy. We have the ability to do this. We really should look into this. And he was level-minded, like, no, 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 no. First-gen Camaro. We don't need anything else. And my boss saw the vision, and he's like, you're wrong. He's sitting home at night in bed. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. And he took a leap, and here it is 18 years later, and I'll be honest, that other company is literally nowhere to be found now. Yeah. Literally, they are nowhere on earth because you got to keep up with the times. So yeah, when it, it comes to us. The idea, the expansion yep. was genius, the whole thing. And here's how I see it from a layman's perspective. And you correct me if I'm wrong. Original cars and trucks from the 60s and 70s are just getting older and older, harder and harder to come by. And they've been gobbled up at an increasingly high rate over the last 20 plus years. You know, gone are the days of walking into an empty junkyard and Having like, you know, your pick of the litter when it comes to panels or seat frames or not anymore or can't <laughs> whatever, anything. And a company like AMD is vital to the future of continuing the custom car builds. And that's what I, that's the way I see it. Am I right? No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, we did certain metals and now we've expanded. We've expanded to not just metal. So a little secret that I'm not supposed to tell, but you can see where our old logo was AMD, Auto Metal Direct. Yeah. We're way more than metal now. So we are actually, it's just AMD now because we're doing bumpers. We're doing grills, trim parts. I mean, we're doing interior stuff. Our first crack at full interior is the square body GM truck, 73 to 87. Wow. We have the best dash pad on the market. We got 175 in. They were gone within a month. It was absolute was insanity. Gonna, one of the questions I ask you is what new interior products were you are you guys considering? Because I figured that was next. Yep. This no, we, we the first prototype was here about three or four months ago. Okay. And then, the, and then we launched at SEMA. We launched the we had we had them by SEMA. So um my truck was in the Intellitronics booth at SEMA, but we had a square body display dash in the bed of my 59. I don't know if if you guys, anybody saw that. I and saw on that was everything that we manufactured minus the gauges because Intellitronics says gauges. We don't yeah. have gauges. I went there. The I bezel, went, everything. You weren't there. I left a note. Sorry, I was everywhere, buddy. <laughs> but uh, so. Yeah, I was there for, dash. I don't know, six hours and then, you know, got out of town. But uh, <laughs> I was there all week and yeah. <laughs> Is there a shortage right now? Is there uh, industry-wide? Would you say there's a shortage on uh, the classics, getting originals, is it harder and harder and harder or am I, am I off base? No, it, oh man, it's tough because it is good thing with us that we have all original tooling and we have a boneyard of about a hundred vehicles. So if it comes time for us to retool something that has been popular, we still have the original stuff to tool off of as well as, you know, it's not like it was doing panels even 20 years ago, everything's changed. So once we CAD something, have it scanned and it's ready to print, if the, if the die, the tool, whatever you want to call it, we just call it a stamp. The stamp has X amount of life on it. Once it hits that life, then it's, all right, we do our, well, not me, Jason and Mark do the market research. Yeah, we sold a buttload of those. It's worth retooling. 
and he will reinvest. He does not play around. It's got to be no, the reinvesting in inventory is huge. I say uh, we this have a all the time. Sorry, go ahead. I say this all the time, and and it's so funny, and and I always wonder if the boss is going to hear it one day and get offended. We all make fun of Mopar guys that every nut and bolt's got to be perfect, original, no slack. And we're like, those guys, they need to relax. They need to switch to decaf. But, man, I'll be honest. Now, man, you take that and flip it into a uh, a work structure, the control structure, and it just makes sense. I've seen the guy scrap a half a container and get on the phone and turn red, you know, like, hey, what what happened? Like, hundred percent or nothing. That is his thing. And it, it shows because all the, I do about a 40 events a year. You can ask Brooke. I'm always out of town. She loves it. And I tell you, all we ever hear is out of stock. There's nothing worse that, than it. I'll let it, that, I'll let it cut you off. Cause I don't want to forget to tell these little inside scoop for you guys. One of the big vendors that we use, and I'm not talking baby vendor screws or uh, big had decided the last couple of years not to inventory certain products. So it's frustrating. So what do we have to do when that happens? Well, you can cry about it or you could overspend. So we have to overspend. So now we got to go, we would ordinarily order, say, 70 or 80 of something and order 130 because we know 10 months from now, 18 months from now, we come back, they're not going to have it. We're going to have to wait again. And I don't like waiting for anything, but what has to happen? Now you have to liquidate yourself with for one stinking vendor, and it's frustrating. And I hope they're listening because, I mean, they know. <laughs> trust me, they know. I don't, I don't hide things well, and my father hides things well less. Anyway, with us, with just, us, it's just a little inside story because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Trying to, uh, you know, keep inventory. That's why we have thirty, forty thousand packs of polyester binding in our shop, eighty thousand of this 10,000 of that. Cause it's just, you don't want to run out. Well, with us, it, it's literally, we honestly, we just can't keep up with the demand. I mean, it is insane. We get something in and then it's gone. And it's just, we just trying to keep up. It, it is tough. The only thing I ever, I never hear fitment. I never hear price. We're not the cheapest in the market cause we don't want to be, but we're not the most expensive. We're in the middle, but the quality is going to be there. The fitment's going to be there. All I ever hear is just inventory. That's it. Well, hey man, when are you getting this? Next question. Not everybody has the wherewithal to produce an OEM spec hood, hood scoop, right? Not everyone is avant-garde. Not everybody has different capabilities, which leads me to this. What percentage of AMD buyers are OEM buyers, custom car builders, or and individuals? I mean, do you have a lot of individuals? We do. Actually, we do a ton of retail. We have a beautiful showroom. <laughs> And that thing is always cranking. We have multiple salespeople up front to handle that. And we have dedicated pickers for the warehouse just for the front door. Nice. And I mean, and we, we, it's, it's really mixed, but we have a lot of individuals more than companies. Could you say the percentages or you can't divulge things like that? I, I honestly don't know. Again, above okay. my, above my, you know, I'm the face for radio guy. That'd be a Jason question, but yeah. we do do a ton of retail. But at the same time, man, we have people, we have whales like, Jags yeah. and of course Summit that just absolutely you know stock all of our stuff and we have great partners with them. We just launched a partnership with POL Performance Online that was huge. JC get uh, JC's been a longtime friend of mine, and we hooked up with that, so that's big. So we're we're doing a little bit of both, but I mean yes. we do do the personal stuff. We get a lot of people uh, that come in and buy our stuff. 
over the next few months, I saw on your schedule, it looks like AMD is going to be all over the place. Real quick, can you <laughs> name a few locations where they can find you guys? Well, let's see. We'll be, the next thing I have, we'll be in West Palm Beach for a couple of events there. I'm a Friday night cruise and then a, a Saturday, like, lounging at the park deal. But uh, probably uh, the Pro Touring Truck Shootout in Bowling Green, Kentucky, that's really big. Then, of course, Good, good Guys Fort Worth in Dallas. I mean, well, outside of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas will be there. Um, and then this year we're trying the Grand National F100 show in, in Pigeon Forge because we are moving forward in the dent side, bump side, you know, Ford stuff. Um, we're doing Carlisle Ford as well. And then we do C10s in the city, which is huge here in Atlanta. Yeah, We're doing Mopar Nats. I might be there, to be honest with you. Mopar Nats. And then, of course, you know, Good Guys Columbus. We're not going to miss that. Triple Crown. We're never going to miss that again. That's one of I keep. I, I missed it. I have my, it's my kid's birthday. Oh, man. Oh, I had missed his birthday. It was two or three years in a row. I said, I won't do it again. I talked to Gary. I apologized. And this year, I may dip in for a day. Just go. Gary's like, just, just enough. Go to the party. That's it. Leave. So that's <laughs> I can't, I'm not missing the kid's birthday anymore. When he turns, you know, 18, okay, but not at this age, so. Um, well, we have a huge booth there, so if you want to send me some signage, buddy, I'll throw it on the table. You know, I'm not shy. Yeah. I have an idea. I don't know if this is something that's off base. I don't know if it's something that d wouldn't be a fit or make sense, but hear me out. It came to me as I was writing your interview, and it's just, I don't know why, but it's just flooded my brain, and I hope I explain it well. So... From time to time, I'll have customers come to me about their ideas to produce a new tool, maybe a kit of bits, maybe other ideas for part production. However, as they approach it, as they dive into it, once they price it out and once they see quantities and how much they have to order in order to have a price that's even decent, they'll run away. They'll turn away from it. Yeah. So in theory, my idea, maybe someone like AMD can make a program where a regular small-time guy can submit their ideas for products, for new products, for you know product launches, et cetera, or improvements on existing products and tools, and you know essentially bring them to AMD's attention and say, hey, here's my idea. I don't have the money, the time, or, or, or the wherewithal to do it. Can you guys essentially, quote-unquote, maybe become a partner on it? Like, perfect example. Chris from Medina's in Arizona. He's a customer. Has a machine from us. I see him at Master Tech and other places. He came up with an incredible tool that streamlines sewing cordage. Uh, okay. It makes it exponentially faster and way easier uh, to sew cordage. Just, just really streamlines the heck out of it. And he's brought it to market, but at his price point, and you know, which really had been a lower per piece if someone like A and D made it for him versus doing it one at a time at home. To go one step further, you know, what would have happened if AMD had their uh hand in this promotionally and essentially getting the news out industry wide better than poor Chris could as one guy, yeah, you know, in a in a in a small trip shop. That platform could be big. And we we we've had we bigger the people you could sell it to because your platform's huge. We've had what do you that think about that. We've had that, and we've done a couple things where people have thrown us ideas, or you know, Jason will be in the back with Huck, our QC guy, and they came up with some crazy idea. And Mark was like, "All right, as long as you know, go for it." It just depends on what it is, and you know, 
the value of the tooling is it because the tooling is just not cheap. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, obviously I can't get into numbers, but it's ungodly because when I first started, I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do, Mark. We're going to do this, this, this. He's like, all right, all that you listed, you got to give me about $3 million. I was like, all right, well, let me go ahead and throw this piece of paper away because I have no <laughs> idea what that stuff is. I'm just getting started. You will run, we'll run portable carpet binders and everyone's like, oh yeah, what could it be? How many do you order when you make them? 10? No, try it like 250, 300, exactly. 175, 400 per model. Depends what it is. Now you got to sit on inventory for five, six, seven, eight years in the, you know, in the seven figure range. I, I get that a lot, man. I get, you know, I'm 50, but I grew up in the mini truck era. I always had mini trucks and, you know, and I get that from old mini trucking buddies like, oh, you guys need to make a, a Toyota bedside. Yeah, really? Do we though? Because, you know. Yeah. Is it that how is many? It, is there that much of a demand? Because you can't go spend a quarter million dollars on one thing and sit on it for exactly. And it's got to be a mirror. You got to make two. Because if it's a driver's side bedside, you got to make a passenger bedside. And am I going to sell enough to? And people just, you know, I, I don't have to tell you. Yeah, I've seen you're in the business of my life outside of a trade show. So let's be. Yeah. It just, you know, as much as I love if. My boss said, hey, we're going to make, you know, 89 to 94 Toyota parts. I'd be over the moon. I'd be like, cool, I need to build like three of them. Those are my truck in high school about 150 pounds ago. But, you know, the real is just, it's just the numbers aren't there. Yeah. Or we get the, the problem is that the, the price point on only making 100 of something is going to be four, five, six times the amount of when you make 3,000. Exactly. So if I do have tooling, you sell it at an affordable, you can't, you, you have you no can't. margins at an affordable price. It's no a, margins. Sometimes you, I, people don't get it until they're in it. We get that for the vehicles that don't have a long run, like yeah. GNXs and things, you know, uh, a I'm sorry, AMX, AMX, that's one. Those guys are hardcore, but it's like the Willys, same thing. Oh, you got to make, you need to make a Willys this. Man, the numbers aren't there. Yeah, and we get it all the time. It's like, and the ones you. that are out there are already done. You know, you know yeah. people have been rehabbing them and redoing them for decades. Anyway, you guys did a collaboration with Gas Monkey last year. Tell us about it. What was it about? What happened? How did it come to be? Well, actually, I was in town for some, I had met Richard, you know, a ton of times, of course, being in the industry. And then um, after he left the network, he had the fallen out with them. You know, it, it was different. He was able to do more. And I was hearing about him being able to do door and wanting to do more. So honestly, I just asked Cato because, of course, Cato knew him. Like, hey, can you set me up with Richard? I'd like to see him. We're going to be in town. This was, you know, three years ago or so, probably the same year I met you. And I'd like to chat with him and stopped in. He was very gracious, charming. And yeah, what can we do now that I don't have any handcuffs? I literally can do what I want. I'm like, well, let me know if you want to do something. And, and then he's got, uh, he's got that smart project. And he's like, hey, what do you think we can do? And I'm like, we can do whatever you'd like. Because, you know, product I have, we have sitting on a shelf. So we can do it that way. And then we just went back and forth. And he put the idea together, flipping it from a step side to a fleet side and you know so we just and and the promo went great the guy was great to work with and i can tell you that the videos we did with him killed the internet dude i, I just can't believe the amount of views that that guy gets from around the world man people you know and and i had i had guys from taiwan that that came to sema to watch the truck get unveiled shake his hand take a picture and then they went back like the guy is still a world renowned we hooked up with them. We did the skid mark and it's been a hell, hell of a thing. Like actually I leave here in a week to go to Dallas to, to drop off more parts for an F 100, uh, that he's building. 
So we're going to be part of that dent side that he's building because we're moving into the Ford stuff. And hopefully that truck will be in our booth at the uh, Grand Nationals here at Pigeon Forge as well. But it's been, you know, linking up with him has been great. And then I linked up, you know, Jason TCI with him for the chassis for the, the skid mark. And, you know, Jason called me. He's like, man, that's one of the best collabs I've ever done. The guy was so cool. Thank you so much. And they felt that they, you know, bringing them onto the promo, they killed it as well. So it's just that networking, man. You just got to, you know, Phil hooked it up and then I ran with it and it's been great. And now we're doing a bunch of stuff with them. Nice. All right. Tell us about the Eddie Bear Foundation. Man, I have been doing charity stuff forever. My big show that I've done since 99 called Blood Drag initially was for a fallen club member who was struck on his motorcycle and he needed like a bunch of surgery. So we collected blood, you know, and it went from there. And then years later, I connected with a children's hospital and decided and just got more into that through a costume club that I'm a part of. That's that's a whole nother thing. I'm part of a Star Wars costume club. And we're, we go to the, so if you ever see a video on Facebook and it's Star Wars characters at a children's hospital yeah. and, and ICU and all, you know, the big, big play, it's us. You have to be part of the 501st. The average Joe can't walk into that hospital. That's awesome. So being a part of that crew, I was able to go to my local hospital in West in Brook originally from and connect with them. Hey, what do we really need? Well, we need stuffed animals and Hot Wheels and things like that for the kids and it just started from there. And I've done charity stuff for other people for years. And I'm very picky about it because there's a lot of corporate charities out there. And it's a real shame. I won't get into that. that that's me on a soapbox. And I did a corporate charity for a dog rescue in town. At the end of the day, I had a trailer full of dog, cat food, cat litter, bleach, and about 3500 bucks. And the one girl, and I, I busted my tail. And the, and the one girl was like, she said to the other girl, oh, that's, that's it as far as the cash goes. And my wife heard it and Brooke brought it to my attention. And that was it, dude. Yeah. I was like, most I've had it. Charity, so to take most of the, pro most of the money anyway, there's not much left over. So if they you can find somewhere where it's a hundred percent lock, stock and barrel or close, you know, closer, you know, to majority, that's, that's really the only way to go. Uh, yep. So she, she pushed me to do my own thing, do my own thing. And I started my own 501c3, and that's what I do. We, I really don't accept money. I just want the bears, bears, bears. People have shipped them to me for all, all over the country. I went to Dino's last year, and a random couple came up, and I swear I get emotional just talking about it. And they were like, hey, you're Eddie, right? Here, we wanted to give you this. And they brought me a stuffed animal to Dino's Get Down. And they're like, yo, we've seen your videos. Yeah. And we just, for the kids, and we just wanted to make sure we came and brought you this. I was like, what, what, what? It was mind blowing. And, you know, people send me stuff all the time and, and it does good. So about seven years ago, my wife talked me into doing it. So we did it in West Palm for many, many years. And now that I'm up here, I connected with Choa here in Atlanta and Mark is all about it. So we'll do events at AMD, like our meet neat, which is a car show and like food, food truck thing. And then we have truck jam, which is an all, all truck show. And Mark float Mark floats everything awards extra staffing flyers everything and all you had to do is bring a bear and it goes to the kids and Mark pays for all of that and then he throws a big discount at the counter so if you come to the show you can go to the counter and you're walking away with a discounted brand new product as well so and that's what we did we started the Eddie Bear Foundation it's new unwrapped stuffed animals because the kids are in the hospital so it's not like goodwill it can't be something oh my daughter did. and i get that a lot and i understand people are just trying to be polite but 
after every show, me and my wife have to go through all the bears and our pit bulls get a bunch of new toys to destroy because people sneak in those old ones. But um, new, unwrapped, tag still on them. And then we take them and we put them in individual Ziploc bags to keep them from getting any more. And then it goes to the children's hospital. Well, I tell you, you got me sold. Anything with kids or military, I'm going to say yes every time. So NC is going to make a nice donation to you guys. Oh, thank you, man. So now I don't know what to do. Just send us a boat ton of bears. I can do that too. Send me Whatever a ton of bears. Me. One thing we don't get enough is the kids that are actually in ICU that are actually in ICU, they have to have hyperallergenic bears. Okay. So you can go to Amazon. Yes, you can go to Amazon. Send me lakes on Amazon or wherever you want me to get it from. We'll with send it to you. instructions and uh, awesome, man. and I'll, I'll find some stuff. That's something that I don't get enough there. of. Yeah, they can. You're listening. You want to do something. I know I asked you to, you know, give us a review earlier and, you know, share us on your socials. Well, this is probably more important. Send some bears to Eddie and the Eddie Bear Foundation. Where could they go real quick so they know where to donate and where they can, uh, you know, get uh, The website is eddiebear.org, but you can just send whatever you want to Automotive Direct, attention, Eddie Bear, okay. E-D-D-Y. And I get stuff, man, You be I walk into the office after a trip and there's four boxes from, some don't even have names on them, man. I love it. Actually, awesome. I get emotional just talking about it. And we collect them all and, you know, they got to be new. They have The tags have to still be on them. That's the only way the Children's Hospital will accept them. And the hyperallergenic ones will go up to the upper level to ICU, which they don't get enough of those. So and whenever I do get any cash, that's what I do. Brooke takes it and Brooke will order them. And that way those come in. They're already vacuum sealed from whoever manufactured them. And then those, I always separate them. So when we make our donation, I'm like, oh, and here are the hyperallergenic ones. And the hospital gets it, man. They love it. That's all. Yeah, I'm in for those. I'll get as many as I can. Now, curveball question, and we'll close with this. And we've mentioned him 17 times already, but uh, that's how we met. Cato told me to ask you about your buddy, Vanilla Ice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so I, Rob. Do you know Rob, him? Is it a joke? What's the story? No, no. He's actually a good buddy of mine. He lives in, in West Palm. So Vanilla Ice lives by you? Yeah, he is actually in West Palm, and uh, he's a car guy. So we would throw events. I was part of Cars and Coffee on Beach where we would get about 2,500 cars with my good friend, John Zalinga. And he would come and him and I just hit it off talking about cars and cars and cars. And then I managed a shop for a little bit. He wanted to bag a Cadillac, uh, one of his Cadillacs, a 64. So we bagged it for him. And ever since then, we've been buddies hanging out at his house. He's got a couple dozen crazy vehicles. He's all over the place nice. with his vehicles, man. It's nuts. And he's got the original 5.0 from the Eyes Eyes Baby video, uh -huh. I've ridden in it. He had um, some guys re restore it, actually bring it back to life, put a new motor in it. Pro Charger did the interior. It's nice. And yeah, I've rode in, he still has that. He's got a the bad Cadillac that we did. He's got an 80s Coupe de Ville that's all low rider and gold and everything. I mean, he's got- I can only imagine. All kinds of stuff, yeah. One more question just dawned on me. Uh -huh. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So what did you get Brooke for Valentine's Day? Okay, so me and Brooke are a little different. So we do, I do flowers multiple times a year. We go to dinner and things like that. Valentine's really isn't, our, isn't okay. a big thing. We let everybody else that gets flowers and goes to dinner once a year. Yeah. Let them have their one day because, you know, but we do that. There's, there's a rose sitting on the counter right now that I bought from some lady on the side of the road because I saw it and, and yeah. thought of my wife. So I do, we do everything. I remember my dad used to say, 
I don't need a date to tell your mother or I love her or want to get her something. Meanwhile, pretty, yeah. pretty it was just an excuse because he would forget. But sometimes <laughs> he would just come home with something crazy. And I, I kind of do the same yeah. thing. I'm always like, what's wrong with you? I, said, I don't know. You know? But Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Listen she's over here. She was she's over here asking, "What are you guys talking about?" What are you doing? <laughs> well, tell tell Brooke, thank you. Enjoy tomorrow. Awesome. Hey, dude, I just blessed no. to have met you guys and become friends. And absolutely, know, no, thank for you. Thank you and, for uh, for for having at me. Same time, let's, let's just keep this whole this whole wheel turning as far as you know, just networking and helping each other. I think it's, it's the best way. To do that. Networking is the big thing. It's, that's the key to everything. That's why I called you about the catalogs and stuff. That's yeah. why. You know, everybody came to a free event and got a 12-pound box of stickers and keychains and catalogs because it's all about networking. Like, everybody I deal with was in that box. You name it, they were in there, and it's just, why not? You know, yeah, why not? It was a great idea. I like the idea. It was a lot of yeah. work for you carrying all that stuff around. You're nuts. Oh, no, it was it was yeah. a ton of work. I, I took over the office on a Saturday, and it was me, my wife, another buddy, his wife. We had some volunteers, and we stuffed 200 boxes. It took us about five or six hours, but we were there nice. all day. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I had a lot of fun. And no, thank you, man. Enjoy this. And uh, I hope so. If you need anything from Auto Metal Direct, obviously, you know, you can reach out to Eddie, but, you know, it, whatever you need, these guys seem to have it all. Yep. They're Auto Metal Direct. Growing and growing. That's just the way they are. So, all right, buddy. Auto Real simple. And uh, EddieBear.org. And that's it, man. We'll see you real soon. Thank you again. Yeah, get those bears going, kids. If I find out he hasn't got a lot of bears, or my audience, I'm going to be pissed. So <laughs> get the bears moving. Hypoallergenic bears especially. Yes. Little I'll notice that you you got it because you heard Eddie on the podcast. That'll make me feel good and pray that, um, you know, more than a handful of you guys comply with this. So get shopping right now. Bring out your, you got your phones. Open up Amazon. <laughs> get your bears, phone right now. Send them to Autometal Direct and they'll get it right to Eddie. All right, buddy. Awesome. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, Thank pal. you, guys. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.